Hello, everybody out there in YouTube and audio podcast land. This is Rebel Rock Radio. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, for tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's okay. Exactly. We're not on tomorrow, so we have to say today. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I am one half your host, Team Steve, and with me over to my right, left, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's your left. <laughs> Is JD your friend in the force? <laughs> That's right. So tonight we are going to be celebrating Valentine's Day early with a discussion about the romance of Star Wars. Romancing the Star Wars. And in the chat with us right now is Spencer. How's it going there, Spencer? I think he's going to be leaving early because he's got a D&D game. <laughs> and and uh, Spencer, Patrick, I see where we're going. How's it going, Patrick? I see where we rank. Jeez. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean. Got your priorities. I understand. I see how it is. We we get it. We get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see how it is. All right. All right. Nothing but love. Yes, romance is in the air. <laughs> I'm in the mood for love. Did you see the uh, Did you see the uh, tweet that I posted earlier with the song, I did not with a little bit of song in there. there I did was, not. Uh, yeah, my, the 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 song I, I posted a couple of song lyrics and it was love exciting and new. I'm <laughs> bored. We're expecting you. Yeah, how many people actually know what that's from? Come on, bonus bonus points in the chat. Come on. I'll, I'll bet you that Spencer doesn't know what it is. Nope, I'll bet Spencer doesn't. Know. <laughs> Spencer, Beer power you know. unite. <laughs> Uh, what song that is in reference to? I don't. I don't yeah, know. I, Patrick might. Patrick might. I, I'll give you a hint. They renewed the TV show and it's coming back. I think, or is or is back. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they they come up with a new one. That's horrifying. Why would they do that? Mm-hmm. That's because they're bored. <clears throat> like, I mean, if you're gonna make like reboot TV shows of old, like. 80s TV shows. Why why can't we get a new version of BJ and the Bear? <laughs> that show was awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, hmm. <sighs> nobody okay. nobody so knows who that's from. Have, Come on. Uh, Stop making us feel old. You people have to know what that's from. Spencer does not know. It is from a show called The Love Boat. The love boat. Yeah, Tina just jumped in. Just in time for us to say love boat. <laughs> Hi, Tina. <clears throat> love so, is in the air. So yeah, we're gonna do our uh, we're gonna talk about different romances inherent in Star Wars. Uh and we've got another top five list for you later on. We are going to do our top five hardcore porno movies. <laughs> what? Oh, rom com. Oh, oh, oh. Son of a. I'm, I'm going to have to completely redo my list while we're sitting here talking. Uh, did you find another one? 
No, I thought we were doing porno movies and <laughs> came up with the wrong list. God damn it. Well, I mean I mean those could be considered romantic. Movies. I know no I know nobody in the chat's gonna believe me, but I I I have no idea. So <laughs> I don't believe you. You don't so, believe <laughs> what the what the hell? Whatever. Um, <laughs> so there have been further misadventures in the uh, long household regarding coffee makers. Uh oh, um, uh oh. So remember, we are <laughs> Debbie does Tatooine already. <laughs> um, I have not seen that one. Um, <sighs> What was I going about? Um, oh, yeah. So, coffee maker. you know that we, our, our coffee maker broke, and right. we had to get it, you know, we called out to the manufacturer to get it replaced. Mm -hmm. They sent a replacement. And you had a funeral for it? <clears throat> for the old one? For the old one? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, two weeks later, that one stops working. So, uh, yeah. So, that thing stopped working. And I was pissed. <laughs> no end, as you can imagine. Oh, so, um, when Steve doesn't have his coffee, he's growly. We had we made the executive decision to not buy another coffee maker for that brand or from that brand. So we we. Um, I think we went out like the next day and went to Walmart and bought a completely different brand and uh, and tossed the uh, the replacement out. The, we just tossed it in the trash. We're like, oh, screw this. I mean, we were we were talking about this in in the uh, Tina knows remembers this conversation. We were talking about uh, man. When were we talking about that? Oh, we were talking about that before we started playing. Uh, D and D, uh, this past Friday night, um, talking about how yeah, have you ever seen the movie Office Space? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they go out and they destroy the printer. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, little you know, gangster on it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna fish that thing out of the garbage can, and I'm going in the backyard and uh, I'm going gangster Office Space on that damn thing. <laughs> I will never get that brand again, ever. <clears throat> And I don't want to drag anybody's name through the mud, so I'm not going to mention the brand. I was going to say, are you going to mention it? I probably mentioned it a few episodes, but I'm not going to go. But I'm not going to. I'm going to say it again. Uh, we ended up getting uh, no Spencer. I did not smash it. It's still in the garbage. Um, <laughs> so we actually ended up going with a Mister Coffee brand. Hmm. Uh, so and that was uh, that was the suggestion by. Man, I want to. Uh, I want to say it was either Chantel or it might have been Kelly. I don't remember. But the whole the whole premise was that you know Mr. Coffee's been around forever, so mm -hmm. uh, less chance of it to be a big piece of crap. Um, <laughs> but that also um, required another change in the coffee uh, distribution, shall we say? Um, so like with the old one, we had like you had the pot of coffee that you could brew a whole pot, and then on the side we had the single so you could do the K pods. Well, we're we're doing away with the K pods. 
we're like, forget it, we're not doing K-pop. You know, we just got a regular coffee machine with just a pot. And um, a lot of it was like, you know, everybody in this house drinks coffee. So doing it one cup at a time just seems to be wasteful. Because mm. then everybody has to go and get their, their one. You know, so. Mm -hmm. so we just got a... Uh, we just got the Mr. Coffee with the coffee pot. And uh, for the first time in years, I mean years, this is the first time we've had a coffee pot in a really long time that had a timer on it. Yeah. So now I've got a coffee maker that, uh, as long as I remember <laughs> the night before to put everything in it uh, and program it, um, I will have coffee waiting for me when I wake up. So I don't have to. Nice. So, yeah, I've been I used to. Those. I used to do the K cups. I used to, uh, you know, make coffee that way and stuff like that. And it, me and it's just me and my girlfriend in the house, so we very rarely have people over that want coffee or anything like that. But yeah. I mean, I'm easily like on my days off on Saturdays and Sundays if I'm not working or if I'm on vacation, I'm easily like a cup, you know, two cup coffee part type person. <laughs> what do you say? Steve and his coffee is a big romance story. Timing works for the episode. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'll yeah. easily go through. I'll easily go through two cups of coffee. So if I can just make two cups of coffee at once and then just keep one warm while I'm drinking the other in a pot, that usually works pretty good for me. So. Yeah. Yeah, Tina. That was the other one that was recommended. You, I think it was you that recommended the Ninja, and it was either Chantel or Kelly that recommended. I think I. I think I recommended Ninja too. Oh, you might have. Yeah, I reckon. Hey, that's what the one, that's what I have. Good to see you in the chat. Ubaldo, what's going on? Um, just in time for another coffee discussion. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna say something. Now I can't fucking remember what it was. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, because Tina mentioned she has a French press. Um, we're we are actually. We haven't bought it yet, but we're going to buy a, uh, a grinder and then mm -hmm. just get our beans fresh and grind our own coffee. So. Mm -hmm. so we'll see how that works. Yeah. I used to, I, we do that now. We'll get whole bean. We'll grind them ourselves in a grinder, electric grinder and do that kind of, it seems like they last longer and the flavor is captured a little better. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. that's what my wife's saying is that the flavor will be better. And it's like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm all about the flavor. <laughs> I like the flavor. I like the flavor. Um, all right, so who all we got in the chat room now? We got Spencer, we got Patrick, we got Tina, we got Ubaldo. Good times, good times. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we were we were supposed to have a guest with us. Maybe maybe they are indisposed. That's okay though. That's okay. We got we got plenty to talk about. Um, and if we don't have plenty to talk about, we'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah, we got our uh, we got our re weekly recommendations coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've got a special one, kind of. Yep. yep. Um, we've got our. Music I have a special up. one. I have a special one from last week by request. So I'm going to take Very care good. of that today for for the people in the chat. Very good. Very good. Uh, we've got our music. And we've got our top five um, non-porno movies, uh, <laughs> romantic comedies, <laughs> since apparently I wrote down the wrong list. 
Um, <laughs> and then eventually we will get to talking about um, the different romantic relationships in Star Wars. There's yes. a lot of them. There really yes, are. There are a lot of them. Both, both canon and legends. And mm -hmm. we're kind of going to... Well, I mean... I'm looking at my list, and there's one that's a legend, so I guess the rest of them are canon. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and jump into our first song of the evening, um, and then uh, we will continue our jibber-jabber. Um, <laughs> so this song comes from a band based out of Rainier, Oregon. They are called Broadway Calls, and they just put a new album out on January 26th via Red Scare Industries. Uh, the album is called Coming After You. It's actually an EP. It's not a full-length album. Um, but, yeah, that came out on January 26th, and we are going to play the title track from that album. So here's Coming After You by Broadway Calls.
All right, and that was Coming After You by Broadway Calls. Good stuff. I'm with, I'm with Spencer. I like that one. Yeah, that was really good. That was a really good one. I like the like bass line in that song. It was really good. Mm. I like Broadway Calls. They, uh, man, they haven't released, um, I think the last time they released an album was in 2020. Mm. Um, I mean, they released a couple of singles here and there, but but I think this is the first. I mean, even like close to an album that we've gotten since 2020. But yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So, um, what have you been up to this this uh, since last we met? Mm. One word, man. Cheese. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess there was uh, there was a uh, there was football, football on Sunday. Event. There was this sporting event. I don't know if you were aware of it. There was a sporting event, and I, think I heard something about that. Wasn't there? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's some Taylor Swift or something. Some some yeah, something about Taylor Swift being there and some some big thing. I don't know what the heck was going on. Yeah. Um. So so anyway, a backstory about me a little bit. Um. I am originally from Indiana, so I'm obviously a Peyton Manning era Colts fan. And I've been a Colts fan for a long time. Uh, unfortunately, my Colts suck. And I'm not going to say why. I have my personal opinions, but the Colts suck. But because I live in Kansas now, obviously, with all the Chiefs fans running around, if I don't at least support the Chiefs or at least pretend like I'm a fan, uh, I'm afraid I might get lynched. So, (laughs) so, yeah, so I am uh, a lot of, like I said, my my daughter and her family, and um, they've converted her boyfriend, who is from England. He is now a Chiefs fan. And, um, yeah, so uh, we watched. You haven't been converted. Um, I'm not going to give up on my Colts, but... um, I don't have a problem being a fan and rooting for the Chiefs as well, since I'm, I actually yeah. live in this area. So, I, yeah, I did not watch the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, not really an American. I'm not really a fan of American football. It's just my mm. thing. Um, mm. Every but um, every year, at least for the last few years. Um, except for Sunday, for some reason, um, we have watched the Kitty Bowl. Mm. Uh, are you aware of what the Kitty Bowl is? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because it used to be like the used to be like the Puppy Bowl, but now they do the there, kitty there bowl. is still a Puppy Bowl, but now they've added oh, there's the a kitty oh, bowl. Now they added the Kitty Bowl. Okay, yep. And uh, Dad and I, I just happened to miss it. I didn't, I didn't watch. Hey, Brian's in the chat. How's it going? Brian's in the chat. Hey, Brian. Well, Brian says that he rooted for the Chiefs, but he's an Eagles fan. <laughs> Spencer says I didn't watch that, but I knew it. Yeah, that's the conspiracy. There's some scripted stuff going on on the on the yeah. on the Super Bowl. I don't think so. I, I think that's completely out in left field. But that's just my that's just my opinion. But, uh, there were but, some uh, there were some good uh, movie trailers that came out. Yes, um, yes, Deadpool yeah. three. Deadpool three that was a that was a good trailer. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes was mm-hmm. amazing. 
That looked cool. That looked very cool. I was already looking forward to that movie, but oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Now, I grew up, here's some more background on me. I grew up with a lot of women in the family, a lot of sisters. And they were huge, huge Wizard of Oz fans. Uh, and I, I actually, yeah, and I actually, I actually did painting for uh, a play that we did in high school. I helped do the painting because I was not a terrible artist. Um, I did some painting for backgrounds for our, our production that we did uh, of Wizard of Oz. And one of the trailers that came out for the, well, the Super Bowl was the trailer for the cinematic version of Wicked. Which is the telling of one of the stories about the one of the witches of the I, I can't Wizard remember which witch it is. Yeah, one of the witches of which you know the, the relationship between Glinda and one of the witches in the Wizard of Oz. So yeah, so that was kind of cool. That was kind of neat to see that they're actually going to make that out into a movie. Now I've never seen the Broadway musical. I know a little bit about it. I, I'm Maybe obviously yeah. like I said I've watched I've watched Wizard of Oz. I know that show because like I said I had to watch it when I was a kid. I was forced to, and uh, you know so. It, that's kind of cool, you know, for those Wizard of Oz yeah. fans out there, for people who are really deep into that. The only I've heard of... musical that I've actually gone to go see is when I took my youngest to go see Hamilton. That was interesting. Yeah. You were going to say something? Um, oh, um, what was I going to say? <sighs> sure story. I don't remember. I, from what? Oh. From what I've heard, the musical for Wicked, uh, uh, the Broadway musical, is excellent. It's a very good musical, and the book is supposed to be very good, too. So I'm hoping that it doesn't disappoint those fans out there who are who are Wizard of Oz or Wicked fans. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah, I uh, might... Uh, I might, uh, I might. Uh, uh, Spencer brought up a good point. I might actually drag the uh, the woman to go see Deadpool three in in uh, theaters because it's going to be Deadpool and Wolverine, and Wolverine's probably one of my MCU second favorite MCU characters, and uh, yeah. Deadpool has become Deadpool has become probably my top five. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, interestingly enough, on the subject of uh, sports ball, um, we've we've had the chat before about being uh, hockey fans and whatnot, and then uh, we also briefly mentioned um, soccer. I think you said you were a soccer fan. My daughter plays soccer. My That's daughter's right. boy. My daughter's boyfriend was a goalie right. for his college team. My daughter plays has pretty much played since she was like 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 little. And yeah. uh, mm -hmm. she plays for a college team now. And so, yeah, we're kind of a soccer family. So, interestingly, um, so when Oklahoma City had, uh, at one time they had two soccer teams, um, professional but, like, lower tiered mm -hmm. um, and and different, completely different leagues. There was a... Uh, there was one called Rio OKC that was owned by a team based out of Spain. Um, and then there was the Energy. Um, so so Rio uh, folded. Like the, I mean, if you if any of you folks know anything about European soccer, there's a system called promotion and relegation. 
or is it regulation? Relegation, relegation. Um, and so basically if you do well enough, you get promoted to the next league, uh, the next tier in the league. Um, but if you do poorly enough, if you do really bad, you end up getting relegated to the lowest. So anyway, the team in Spain that owned this team in Oklahoma City got relegated. And usually when you get relegated, it means loss of funds. So they're like, yeah, we're, we're cutting our losses with the, with the Oklahoma City team. So they were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, was this a, was this uh was this the update? Because you told us a story about the the one they they ended up they were going to make a new stadium for the soccer team and then they ended no. up stealing it and using it for somebody else. Yeah, that was the that was the energy. Um, okay. okay. So yeah, point I'm getting at is I I was a season ticket holder for both of these teams at uh-huh. different times. Like when I was a season hold, ticket holder for Rio, uh, and then when that team folded, I became a season ticket holder for Energy and went to a bunch of games all that. Okay. Point being, um, even though so so I'm a big soccer fan. However, I never really got into uh, the English Premier League. You know, that's the big that's a big thing. So I never really mm-hmm. got into it, and I, I don't I don't know why or when you know any reason why. Like I did watch, uh, I did follow um, Bundesliga, which is the German uh, professional league. Anyway. Um, so recently I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to start watching Premier League. Mm -hmm. I think I'll start watching it. But then I was like, okay, so there's a bunch of teams. So who am I going to watch? Who's, who's going to be, who's going to get my support? Yeah. So, um, earlier this, like this morning, I'm sitting around and just, uh, goofing around and I pulled up Wikipedia and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to find a list of teams that are in premier league. And as I was talking to somebody on, on social media about it, and I was like, I'm probably just going to pick a team at random and just start supporting them just for the hell, you know, why, what, I mean, I don't live in England, so I don't really have any, set loyalty to anybody. Any, so, any loyalties. Yeah. I was going to say any loyalties. Yeah. So I'm looking at this list and um you know list of all these teams and as you know i think i'm pretty sure you know and i think most of the people in the chat know that i'm a big beatles fan mm. so i'm looking through this list and i go well liverpool beatles are from <laughs> liverpool. <laughs> of course there we go i'm gonna be there a liverpool go. Fan. <laughs> um, so i actually watched uh a match earlier today um while i was working i had it up on my up on my computer screen and on full screen watching watching the game looking over every once in a while checking out what was going on so it was uh it wasn't a live game it was something that it was a game that happened i want to say on the 11th just it's a couple days old uh, now i don't remember uh, it's, it's it wasn't today i know that it wasn't live uh but i I was looking, I was like, well, okay, so I'm going to watch these games, but but where am I going to watch them? Certainly, there's somewhere on streaming I can watch these. Um, and they're actually on Peacock. So we we uh, we have an account with, with Peacock. Um, I think the original reason we had Peacock is because WWE was on there. Keep talking, Steve. I'm listening. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, the games are on uh, – the games are on uh, Peacock. And um, 
so yeah, I watched. Uh, they played. Hell, I don't now. I don't even remember who they played. Um, it'll come to me in a second. Um, yeah, it won't. Never mind. Uh, shit. Okay, now I'm gonna have to pull up this list of Premier League games. <laughs> This is gonna this is gonna bother me if I can't remember who it is. My uh, my my daughter and her boyfriend made it over here. They're cooking lasagna for dinner, and we're all going to the parade in Kansas City tomorrow. Okay. But I forgot to un- I forgot to unlock the door. Okay, that's fine. That's where's where's the? I just need the scores. Where are the flipping scores? Okay. Um. Well, actually, what Christ, what day was it? Oh, there it is. There it is. It was on Saturday. So it was a oh. game from Saturday the 10th, and Liverpool played Burnley. Hmm. Um and uh Liverpool won uh three to one. Um but anyway, so yeah, that's my that's my sports ball story. I started watching EPL soccer. And uh, now I've got now I've got it set up on Peacock where it'll notify me when a game is coming up so I can watch it. So nice, cool stuff. Like we don't, nice. I mean, I don't know when the energy is coming back, and we don't have a soccer team here. So what else am I going to do? If uh, I was going to support a if I was going to support a European league, I think Madrid is in there. Uh, they are not in the Premier League. They have their own league. Oh. Um, Spain, that is. Spain has uh, La Liga. Oh, oh, is the bro. name of their league. Yeah, I would have to support them because I've actually been there. So, okay, yeah, <laughs> La Liga. You got you got Real Madrid. You got Barcelona. Um, yeah, I've caught a few games of La Liga back back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the uh, the MLS season is about to start in a couple of months, but. Uh, American soccer is weird. <laughs> I think they well, you, you know, they try to they try to Americanize it. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's much more. It's much more flashy, and it's much more. It's, it's, just, it's yeah. more. It's more. It's more pomp and circumstance. I, I think you know, and we tried to add our American flair to it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which, which so I mean, if you're says, gonna... Tina says her husband loves soccer, played all the way through school, and so I never played soccer uh but my youngest child did um and i actually coached their uh team for one season Mm. so never played but i did coach uh this is probably something uh, let's see what what is spencer something completely different because i don't care but what is ryan reynolds team connected to he 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 i don't think is he part of it i think they're just a like an exhibition league aren't they he just takes retired players and they just play for fun i think or something like that isn't that what it is i mean i could be completely off base but hold on let me look at it so okay so ryan reynolds is co-owner of a welsh soccer team um, Wrexham, mm-hmm. Wrexham, Wrexham, damn near killed him. Um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what league they're part of. I'm assuming Welsh, Wells has their own, Wells must have their own uh, league. Mm. Um, I'm trying to find it. Welsh Football Club. Um, oh, they they are part of the same uh, football system, like league system, as um, Premier League. They're just a uh, they're just a much lower tier. So. Uh, Hey, Charles just jumped into the chat room. How's it going, Charles? Charles. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that was that was more jibber jabber. Um. Yeah, I started watching EPL soccer today, so that was that was interesting. Nice. Uh, and I and I actually I was like, hmm, I want to read about this team because I don't know anything about the team. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Other than they're from Liverpool, and I know what their logo looks like. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I, didn't, the I didn't like. I didn't look at any scores. I didn't look at any standings. I was just like, I wanted to go in completely blind and just pick a team, just based on whatever. And I was like, mm, Beatles and yeah, Liverpool. There you go. Um, there you go. But uh, yeah, I ended up. Uh, I borrowed uh, from from the library. I borrowed a an ebook about uh, Liverpool. Um, so, interesting epilogue to that. As I said, I didn't look at scores or standings or anything like that. They're actually number one in the league right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Oh. Either, either that's just a happy coincidence or you just made a good choice. <laughs> happy coincidence. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, did you, uh, did you do anything else besides the Super Bowl this week? No, nothing really this week. It's been pretty nice out. Uh, just a Super Bowl on Sunday. And, uh, oh, no, I, man, uh, dang. Uh, I got so hyped on the Super Bowl. I actually did do something cool this weekend. Um, yeah. so, or this weekend. Yeah, Saturday night. I bought tickets back in, like, October or November, early November for this. And I had actually almost forgot about it. And then we, it finally they sent me a reminder. What we did was, is, is if you've ever been to Wichita, they have a lot of performing arts stuff because obviously when you're in the middle of the country, you have to make up your own activity. Mm-hmm. And they have a, they have a wonderful, they have a wonderful um, Wichita Symphony Orchestra. And this weekend, Saturday night show was they did the legendary music of John Williams. Oh. Yes, that was awesome. They did cuts from 1942 they did stuff from memoirs of a geisha they did stuff from um let's see some of the bigger ones were they did like three songs from harry potter and they actually did five songs from star wars which was pretty freaking cool it was neat it was neat because they did four songs they did um let's see they started out with um Rise of the, or uh, uh, what was the song? It was, um, uh, oh gosh dang it. Um, uh, enter, or like, something about Into the Resistance. There was uh, Leia's theme. They did the Force theme. They did, uh, and then they did the main title theme from Star Wars. 
Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know what it was. It was Leia's theme. It was Ray's theme. Then they did uh, uh, the, the, the Song of the Resistance. They did Leia's theme, Yoda's theme, and then they did the main title theme from Star Wars. Cool. And then they come out and did an encore performance, and their encore performance was the Imperial March. Nice. And really? I've I've heard other other orchestras try this before, and I've heard other orchestras that are rather famous. And like I said, we're not we're not much for dragging people through the mud, so I'm not going to drag them through the mud and say anything about certain ones. <clears throat> but I've heard other orchestras try to perform this music, and it came up short for me. It fell short. When we were there, we were right in the front row, and it was excellent. It was an excellent show. They played so well. It was so great. It was a great time to hear his music. And I didn't realize this, but a few days ago, last week, he turned. He actually had his 92nd birthday. Yeah, yeah. 92 years old, and the man is still working. And some yeah. things I didn't, I didn't know. I actually learned a few things. The man has been conducting music or making music for the last seven decades. Good and they said... They said he's been nominated for the in, in at least once in the last seven decades for music that he has written or performed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, the credentials of this guy! Yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. Yeah, you know, right. and uh, um, and so yeah, I mean he's done a lot of movies that people don't even realize. Yeah, you know, and um, when he was in Rise of Skywalker, they uh, they put him behind the bar as a bartender. Yeah, in the movie because they they wanted to get him in that final movie, and then yeah. if you look up if for for a little movie trivia for you for those of you who, if you get a chance to watch Rise of Skywalker again, if you look on the bar in the back, there are pieces of like memory like little like uh, Easter eggs from all of the music that he's done for a lot of the movies. So like there's these little barrels that they fixed up from Jaws. There's a time turner from Harry Potter. There's uh, there's a few other ones. Of it. There's all kinds of things scattered throughout there, and they put those in the background to kind of as an homage to him That's after cool. they put him in the movie. And uh, yeah, I was I was amazed. It was it was crazy how many how long he's been doing music and how old he was in the fact, and that he's still doing music. Yeah, but That's- yeah, Spencer, if you get a chance, watch the um, the extras from Rise of Skywalker, and they show that in one of the extras they talk about. John Williams and putting him in the movie and putting all of his Easter eggs in the background. And then if you watch the movie and pause it, you can actually see all those behind him of all the music that he's done. It's really neat. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So first time I'd actually been to a a live symphony orchestra in a long time and they just, they hit it out of the park. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. I think I've ever done one. Um, Speaking of, um, I'm not sure why this reminded me, uh, but you did see the uh, announcement that they're going to re-release Phantom Menace in May. Yes, Phantom Menace in May coming in for the 20, 25 years of yeah, 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary, yeah, um, yeah, so good yeah, stuff. I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, yeah, I'll be going to see it. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, other than what we've already talked, I I did like Friday night. I did the D and D with the Red Five Tavern. Um, so if you want to check that out, here is the link to the YouTube, and that's uh, how you'll get to the replay of our show or our, our game uh, from Friday. YouTube.com forward slash at the Red Number Five Tavern Four Six Eight. 
and I'll have that in the show notes as well. Uh, it, was, it was fun times. Um, I don't think we're playing another game until they don't have one this Friday, but there'll be one the next Friday after that. Um, and then uh, and then last night I went to the game store and played some more Vascrum. That was fun. Nice. All right. What what do we got going on? Um, all right. Where can you find us on social media? This one's always easy to do because there's just one link that'll take you anywhere you want to go. You just go to rebelrockradio.com. That'll take you to the bio link. Wait a minute. Is it a bio link? I think it's a bio link. It might be one of those link tree things. I don't know. Let me check it. I'm pretty sure it's by a link. Anyway, it takes you to a by link, and uh, that'll send you to all the different places where you can see us on social media, uh, and also will um, show you all of the um, – well, now I'm looking at it, and I – don't know. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, all the different uh, platforms where you can hear the audio version of this podcast. So just go to rebelrockradio.com and it'll take you where you need to go. Cool stuff. Um, podcast shout outs. Let's do some shout outs. Um, do you want to start? You have some? Mm, I don't have any this week. <laughs> no? Okay. I'll be honest with you. I don't have any this week. Um, oh, I, you, know, you know what? I, I, I do have one. I do have one. Um, okay. Somebody was asking me about a video game that I played the other day, and it's called Daisy. And um, one of the, if you haven't played it before, you're thinking about playing the game and think about going back to playing the game. One of the the uh, YouTube channels that I like to watch, or uh, and I guess it, I don't know if it, you know, the YouTube channel, but anyway. Um, one of the YouTube channels I watch, they kind of go through it and teach you and, and they show a lot of things is there's a, a YouTube channel called Fresh Spawns and they play a lot of Daisy. <laughs> They've been playing for like 10 years and pretty knowledgeable and they give you helpful tips and stuff like that. If you ever thought about playing the game, good bunch of guys to watch and, and, uh, they're both from England. Uh, they're very funny, do a lot of funny stuff. They do some mean stuff, but they do a lot of funny stuff and, and so, yeah, so I'll give a shout out to the Fresh Spawns YouTube channel. And if you're thinking about Daisy and the video game, uh, I, I, ch- I recommend checking them out. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so I always want to give a shout out to the guys over at Sidebar Cantina, as well as the guys over at ATSW The Escape Pod. A couple of fun podcasts to check out there. Um, Sisterhood of the Traveling Bantha is another good one to check out. Um, and um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, another, um, not really a new podcast, but one I just, uh, for whatever reason, have been forgetting to give a shout out for uh, every week uh, is a podcast called Salacious Rum. Uh, so that one uh, is a lot of fun. And uh, a new one that I just started listening to today. Uh, I listened to this after I was done uh, watching the, the Liverpool game. Um, but it's a uh, soccer podcast. Uh, and it is called, oh shit, where's that? Caught Offside. Uh, 
So that was a good one. Um, there's so uh, let's see, is that a podcast or is that he's uh, somebody in the chat room is trying to get me to to shout out a. I guess that's our YouTube stream. Um, it is called. Well, I don't know what what is the name of the podcast. Uh, it is <clears throat> called Blue, and I guess it's called Blue and Spencer versus. Uh, so it's uh, Blue and and uh, who is in the chat room now, uh, and Spencer who has been in the chat room since we started, uh, and they are discussing. Um, oh, it's it's called Blue and Spencer versus the MCU. Uh, so they are going through um, every MCU movie. Um, and uh, discussing, like I've done, they've done Iron Man and they did Hulk. I think those are the only two they've done so far. Did they catch our last show where we did our top five MCU movies? I'll bet they didn't. Probably not. Spencer might have. <laughs> I don't know if that other uh, that other stranger actually even listens to this podcast. <laughs> we didn't do an episode this week because I was sick, but we're doing Iron Man this Sunday. Okay. Yep, I agree. Yep, Blue said I I do not watch the show. Man, <laughs> talk about talk about some family loyalty right there. <laughs> well, he asked if we were talking about anything good. I'm like, apparently, you don't watch the show because we always talk about good stuff. We always talk about something good. We always talk about something good. There is something good on YouTube right now. We are. We are. Jeez, what? what That's us. These guys, right, right, right here. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I think that is. Uh, I think that's all our shout out stuff we've got. Um. Yeah, I think we're done there. Um, I think it's time for another music break. Uh yes, sir. Ah, uh, that figures. Look at there. He came in to get plugged, and now he's about to leave. <laughs> yeah. We can handle it. We, we're That's friendly right, with everybody. Know. That's right. We are talking about romancing the bone. Romancing the bones. Ooh la la. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, song. We got another song. Um, so this one comes from a band based out of Londonbury, UK. Um, you know what? If I am correct, and I am going to confirm this information, I was right. Londonbury is actually part of North Northern Ireland, but that's still considered. UK. So, uh, so this band is based out of uh, Northern Ireland. Uh, they are called Cherum. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right. Um, they have an album coming out on February 16th via Alcapop Records. That album will be called "Take It or Leave It." And the song we are going to play for you by these folks is. Alpha, Beta, Sigma. So here it is.
Beta Sigma is the name of that song. It's it's Irish speak. It could be anything. It could be anything. So while I'll we're give playing it, the song, I'll... Chantel bounced into the chat. So it's good to see you again. It's been a long time since you've been in our chat room. <laughs> Always a pleasure. I gotta give it to you, man. That's two for two, man. I like both those songs. Those were good. Heck yeah, these were, yeah, yeah both those. Says, that was a good. Yeah, that was a catchy tune, man. I liked it. Yeah, That's like I said, two for two. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, oh, you know what time it is? It is time for some weekly picks. Uh oh, I better get my pick. You better get your pick. I gotta get um, my pick. So I, I've got a couple. I could I could go either way. Um, See you, Spencer. I've got a bye, Spencer. Have fun at D and D. So let's see, I could either do a book or a TV show. Um, I think I'll do the book. Um, so if you weren't if you weren't already aware of this, I've been uh, is embroiled the word maybe embroiled is the word in this uh, read slash reread of. Um, Daredevil comic books. I've been reading a bunch of uh, some stuff I've read before and just doing a reread, and some stuff I was like, "Why have I never read this?" Um, so over the weekend, um, I reread this book, this Daredevil book, and I, I like basically, I just I forgot how good it was and how much I liked it, um, but. Uh, 
that book is uh, Frank Miller's Daredevil, The Man Without Fear. Uh, it was written, gosh, when was that originally written? I think uh, early 90s, like maybe 93, 92. Uh, but it's like one of those, uh, I mean, if you are, if you're reading Daredevil or if you're a Daredevil fan, that's like a, one of those uh, legendary books in the series. So uh, I reread that and I was like, man, I forgot how much I really like this. Uh, so my recommendation is Daredevil, The Man Without Fear. And uh, I'll have a link to that in the show notes for you. Tina says, no. I never do anything new. <laughs> you're, you're forgiven, Tina. I uh, had a request from some of our viewers last week. I showed them my brand new Egon Spangler 1984 edition Neutrino Wand. And everybody said, or I had a few suggestions in the chat that I should do an unboxing. So, as promised, my weekly pick is going to be my unboxing of my Neutrino Wand. So, let me get the thing off of it here. If I can. Yeah, there we go. And let's see here. This is from the same place, the Hasbro. This is from the Hasbro line. This is from the Hasbro. As soon as you open the box, I've got to show it here. As soon as you open the box, this, this is what you see. Kind of cool. Yeah, this is from Hasbro Pulse. And like I said earlier, I'm kind of disappointed that I did not back the, um, that I did not back the, um, the proton pack from afterlife i did not back it i didn't think i would have room for it in my collection so i did not back it so unfortunately <laughs> i have a neutrino on but i do not have a backpack let's see if i can get through this here find my knife try to cut myself and try not to break anything that's supposed to remain you know in the same vicinity so this is this is Egon's proton pack. Uh, this is Egon's neutrino wand, but it's circa 1984. Oh. So they, uh, I think they remodeled or they redid some stuff on the newer ones. I'm not real sure. I'd have to look up 100% uh, what the uh, differences is between the Afterlife models and these. And so, let's see. Let's set that right there. There we go. Oh, that's the stand. Okay. And it does come with a stand, too, which is awesome. I'm going to have to break that out here in a minute. So, but, so there's that. Let me get this off of here. Don't you love all the ties and the plastic and all the crap that comes with it? Let's see here. I'm going to do this. I swear I have a... Oh, okay, where's my knife? I'm just going to do it the barbarian way. Uh, there we go. All right. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, it does work. That. Okay. So you actually have the... I think, if I got it right. Uh, yeah, uh, I gotta figure out how to use it. I guess. Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. That's right. Let's see here. Intensify. Blah blah blah. blah. Mm -hmm. 
So it's got, I mean, it's got all kinds of good buttons on it, different things that can go on it. They say this will work with the, um, this will work with the Proton Pack if you ever got the Proton Pack. That's cool. And I brought batteries so I could fire it up. Let me go, the, go ahead and put the batteries in real quick if you want to talk oh, for man, a second, I hope Steve. it makes for sound. It does. It has lights and sounds from the original movie. That's why I brought batteries. Very cool. So the battery pack is here in the end. And I have not, I, I, I apologize. There's some things I'm probably not going to know about how to work this thing just simply because. This is why uh, we love Chantel in the chat room. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> um, but, yeah, this is my first first attempt even messing with it. So I have not even taken it out of the box yet. I just literally cut the tape while Steve was talking about his pick. So <laughs> if that tells you, if that tells you anything. Oh, okay. There we go. Got a little battery pack. Let me throw my batteries in it real quick. And then we'll fire it up. Ah. Okay, I think that's how it goes. Okay. All right. Oop. Screw that back in. All right, let's see here. This is what happens when you don't read the instructions. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Did you hear it? Yeah. Ready? There's the lights and sounds. Very cool. You see the lights and sounds on it? There you go. And... Oh, it even vibrates. Ooh. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't figured out. Hmm. I gotta figure out. I gotta figure out how to get it to pop. Yeah, Chantel, Chantel likes that, that vibrate function. <laughs> of course she would. <laughs> And it even has power down options. <laughs> I can't figure out why I can't pop the thing out. I pushed it back in. I don't know. Like I said, I probably have to read the instructions or actually, you know, read the instructions. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Ghostbusters, there was a, um, I, I, I think last week I saw a new, uh, or at least new to me, a new trailer for the new uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. At least a trailer that I had not seen previously. 
Um, yeah, yeah, it had more uh, Bill Murray and the new guy and the old guys in it, and uh, you know the yeah. older group in it and stuff. Yeah, and it had Walter Peck in it. Yes, that was the most surprising part of it was they actually yeah. had Walter Peck in it. That was crazy. So yeah, so there you go. Like I said, I have to do a little bit of research. My name is. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. There's the neutrino one with all the batteries in it and working and everything else. Kind of neat. Kind of neat. Got some metal parts in it. Got some really good metal parts in it, and um, and uh, I mean, it looks pretty good quality detail. Either weathering on the handle, and uh, you know, most of the uh, like you've even got welding here where it looks like he welded it, and uh, and that sort of thing. So yeah, this uh, it's a pretty pretty good neat pretty neat thing for uh, if you're a um, if you're a Ghostbusters fan and. You need something for your uh, Halloween costume or whatever. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Frozen Empire comes out March 22nd. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. There's a lot of good movies this... coming out, like, between now and the end of March. Like, this weekend alone, there's two movies I'm going to go out and see. Um the Bob oh, Marley God. movie comes out. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the Bob Marley movie comes out, and then also um, Adam Webb comes out. Oh yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah. Oh, going back, going back to the neutrino one real quick. On yeah. this box, it comes in a box that says it's EPA security on it, and it actually has Walter Peck's signature on it. That's <laughs> saying awesome. it was it was confiscated by the EPA. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man. Um, that's right, Chantel. On March first, uh, Dune two comes out, uh, and then that you know, looks later it March, looks good too. So, yeah, lots of good movies coming out. It's going to be a blast. Um, hmm. Oh, you know what? It, I think it's time for our top five list now. Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And apparently it was not top five porno movies. So you, you think? <laughs> a little disappointing. Had my list already. Now I gotta come up with a with a new list. Um yeah, I, I heard that too, uh Chantel. Only uh like I've said before, I got this weird thing I like to do called making up my own mind, so um, I'm gonna go see it anyway. I might end up liking it. Uh, um, but I have heard from from quite a few people that it was it was kind of a stinker. But I'll find out for myself. All right. Um, so we were tasked with top five romantic comedies, and. Before we get into our list, I went out on uh, Twix and asked <coughs> you all that listen to the show um, what your favorite romantic comedy is. Uh, so I did get a few responses out. Uh, Chantel did respond. Uh, her response was when uh, Harry met Sally. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um Justin from the Punk Lotto Pod 
said, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, Texas Tune uh, said, Singles. That's another good one. Um, and the last one we got is Anani Mouse. Uh, and they said, uh, well, they had two. They have Princess Bride and 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, <laughs> Tina, um, is she has the correct answer. Uh, and that is Zach and Mary make a porno. Um, and then uh, she also <laughs> said there's something about Mary. Um, and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, None of those. Yeah, Chantel, I I had to take his word for it because I've never seen the movie. <laughs> so uh, she says that uh, Eternal Sunshine is depressing and not sure. I agree with it being a romantic comedy. So I I I, I sitting here fooling with stuff. I figured out how to eject it. Ready. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So as we have done in the past, uh, we're going to start with our number five and then uh, slowly get to our number one favorite uh, romantic comedy. So, uh, J.D., why don't you go ahead and start us off? Um, anybody want to place odds on any of our movies being the same? Because last week we came pretty close. With our top five lists, I in think fact, we're going to be. I, in fact, I think our number one was the same. Remember? Yep, yep. I remember that. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull some odds this time. I'm gonna say this one, this one for us may not exactly be the same. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't think ours are going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be the same. We have such a broad range of movies that you could pick for romantic comedies. Yeah, that it's we, like, yeah. ah, okay, yeah, so. I had a pretty long list that I came up with, and I'm like, hey, yeah, these are my five favorites. Why not? Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, okay. So, anyway, my right. my first one, my top five, or uh, my number, five, top number five, five. Number five for me was Groundhog Day. Okay, that's a good movie. Uh, yep, yep. Andy McDowell and uh, Bill Murray. It's yep. just a fun. It's just a hilarious movie. Yep. And uh, yeah, loved it when I was younger, and it's it's been a very good romantic comedy. I like it. And it's just funny. The pretext and the plot of the movie is funny. And yeah, yeah, love Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is a great romantic comedy. Good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, my number five uh, is Chasing Amy. Kevin Smith movie. Uh, dude falls in love with a lesbian. And uh, <laughs> he's a comic book artist. And it's the story of him and his relationship with this lesbian and mm. how that relationship nurtures into something else and then then comes crashing down uh so yeah <laughs> that was my number five chasing amy chasing amy number four number four for me my big fat greek wedding okay <laughs> if you've never seen it it's funny have you ever seen the movie i have not no okay so i'll give you a context of the movie real quick so this girl is her family is like hardcore greek and they live in the chicago area and they're so hardcore greek that the dad 
the dad gets upset basically when the girl falls in love with and ends up marrying a, a Caucasian white guy. And he's like vegan. He's got long hair and he just, it, the, the whole relationship of them trying to go back and forth with the guy trying to impress the dad and the dad not digging it and everything. And it's just, it's very well written, very funny movie. It is, it's, yeah, it's a good, 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 romantic comedy if you've never seen it i encourage you to watch it and there's Ooh. now there's now three films yeah, and we, in the chat room yeah oh yeah oh yeah uh-huh yep yep it's a very funny movie very good very good and awesome. nia nia vardolis who is the lead actress in the show she's actually the writer of the stories and uh they like i said they've come out with three by now and they're 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 very funny very funny movies very good very good all right, that's your number four. My number four is 1989's Say Anything. Yes, I like that. That's Starring a good John Cusack. And, oh, man, I can't remember the uh, the girl's name. Um, Ione Sky was uh, what's the other one. Um, so, yeah, we got the, uh, the kind of the... The John Cusack character, just go with it, and, uh, <laughs> and then the school valedictorian, and uh, you know takes place after they graduate from high school, and you know follows their their romance. Um, so yeah, say anything. That's that's my number four. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm. To be fair. Uh, uh, yes, yes, that song is from "Say Anything," Chantel. That song is yes in your eyes yes. by Peter Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually a, a pretty big, as far as actors go, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, of uh, John Cusack. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I like John Cusack. I like a lot of his movies. All right, mm-hmm. that brings us to your number three. Number three, four weddings and a funeral. I can't get, you've never seen that one either. Nope, haven't seen that one. <laughs> so it's it's. No, I don't uh, think any um, of ours are going to be the same. No, it's uh, <laughs> Andy Mc. It's uh, Andy McDowell and uh, uh, dang it, his it's right on the tip of my tongue. Um, Andy McDowell and um, uh, he was in Notting Hill. He's been in um, Hugh Grant. What's that? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Thank you. Gosh. Um, yeah, yes. when you said Notting Hill, I was like, I think that's Hugh Grant. <laughs> yeah, Hugh Grant. Yeah, Hugh Grant and Andy McDowell, and it's oh my god, British humor, funny. It's an outstanding movie. It's just it's you okay. have to watch it. Okay. If you've never seen Four Weddings at a Funeral, you have to watch it. It's a great yeah. romantic right. comedy. A lot of fun. A lot of funny. Very fun uh, English and Scottish humor in it, and it's just it's a great show. I love it. It's a good show. Cool, cool. No, I haven't seen that one. Yep. Um, all righty. Uh, my where are we at? Number three is The Wedding Singer. <laughs> Adam Sandler oh. and Drew Barrymore. Oh, <laughs> uh. cameo by Billy Idol. Uh, oh. I okay, hold on, hold on. Yes, that is a great movie, and I have to give on that note, I have to give an honorable mention because one of very similar movie almost made it into my top five, which is 50 First Dates. 
That is one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. But Wedding Singers is outstanding and funny. Yep. But that, yeah, Fifty First Dates that almost was made it. My original list before it got pared down to five. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely in my top ten. Yeah, yeah. Fifty First Dates is in my top ten. Yeah, for sure. Very good. Uh, I think that brings us to your number two. Number two, Shakespeare in Love. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen that one? You've never I'm seen that one. <laughs> it actually, yeah, I, 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 I think that I think that yeah. When we get to number one, we'll talk about that because I think you probably have. Um, so, she, uh, Groundhog Day. Okay, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Shakespeare in Love. Basically, a real quick synopsis is it's Shakespeare when he's writing Romeo and Juliet. And he falls with a woman who's already betrothed to somebody else, but the guy's like a real douchebag, and he's like a bad guy. And he has this short romantic relationship with this girl, and um, basically while he's in this relationship with the girl, he writes Romeo and Juliet based off some of the experiences that he has while he's trying to romance this girl who's never going to be his, so it ends up, that's why it ends up being a tragedy. But the funny part of it, some of the funny scenes come from the fact that back in that day, women were not allowed to be in theater. And um, she poses as a man to be in the theater to play Romeo and Juliet, and really that causes... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it causes... It causes some very funny scenes, and it's... And if you like Shakespeare, if you like like I said, if you like the English telling of tales and stuff like that, it's very good. And uh, yeah, it's it's funny, but it's it's historical and it takes place in that time. But it's just it's funny. It's actually got Ben Affleck in it, and I can't remember the lead actor's name, but it's Ben Affleck, Gwyneth Paltrow, and there's a few other uh, really well known actors in the in the show. And it's it's funny. It's a very funny, very good movie. Okay, very cool. Uh, my number two is. The Princess Bride. Nice. Very nice. Inconceivable. I'm glad you added that because you said you were skeptical because it's more of a fantasy movie, but you weren't going to add it. I'm yep, glad I you added it. it. I, I really like, am it. my list. <laughs> I'm going to add yeah, it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. That's a great movie. My name is Anuga Montoya. You <laughs> kill my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> <you wish. laughs> Have fun storming the castle. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, oh, there's another good one. Tina, Tina. Uh, Can't Buy Me Love. That's yes. A that's a great one, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one, too. Yep. All right. Well, that brings us down to number one. Number one. So I'm glad you added a fantasy movie on your list because I added a romantic. It's listed as a romantic comedy, but it's listed. They're, they're listed as action romantic comedy. And they, I actually had two that tied for the first because they're in the same, same universe, if you will. Okay. So I actually have two movies, but they're of the same, like I said, same universe. It's my number one is Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile. Okay. Yes, Michael Douglas sure. and Kathleen Turner. Reference to Romancing the Bone. Yeah, Romancing the Boat. Yeah, Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile. Like I said, uh, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner. Okay. Uh, Danny DeVito. Uh, there, there. There's action in the movies, but it's about the romance between the two of them, and they're basically like you know storybook or or uh, adult graphic, uh, not adult graphic. I know um, what I want to say. Uh, adult novels that are put into that she actually 
writes, and then she becomes a part of those novels and that goes through the adventures of the two of them. And there's two movies included in that. So yeah, if you've never seen, have you ever seen those either? Oh yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. You seen them. Yeah. Okay. So I figured you probably yeah. had. Yeah. Those, you know, another I, movie, another movie that those two were together in, uh, War of the Roses was also in it. What'd you say? War of the Roses. Yeah. War of the Roses. Yeah. War of the Roses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was another that I, that one was more haha uh oh kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark, kind of yeah, stuff, yeah. That was a little dark humor yeah. on that one. <laughs> All right, number one romantic comedy, funniest damn movie ever, Hellraiser. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess it depends on your social skills. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> Hellraiser would show up on a list, but not Mermaid. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's rom-coms. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can say that there was some romance no. going on in Hellraiser, <laughs> depending on your, depending on your. Uh, Unless you have a weird obsession with Pinhead, I don't. I'm not saying it. Depending on your definition of romance, <laughs> depending on your romance. Um, no, but seriously, my number one uh, favorite romantic comedy is. High Fidelity. High Fidelity. Another John Cusack movie. Mm -hmm. uh, he plays Rob, the uh, owner of a record store in Chicago. And uh, yeah, love that movie. <laughs> tell yes, I believe is. you do, uh, Chantel. It is strangely hot. I have issues. <laughs> um. Uh. Frankly, I'd have to agree with you. Uh, but moving on, um, High Fidelity is my is my number one romantic comedy. Yeah, I was actually going to throw out honorable mention, Fifty First Dates. Man, that is probably, yeah. in my opinion, I think that's one of Adam Sandler's best movies. Yeah, yeah. If we're going really like... to do an honorable mention, I'm going to have to throw in some kind of wonderful. Mm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that was. I I believe that's a. Isn't that? Oh man, now I gotta look it up. Isn't that done by the same guy? Uh, yeah, maybe not. Um, no, it was written by John Hughes. Oh, nice. So he's the guy that does. Uh, he did. Shit, what did he? He did like, um, Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller. But yeah, he did. Uh, he did some kind of. He wrote some kind of wonderful. Um. So yeah, that, that would be my uh, that would be my honorable mention. I, I really like that movie. Um, cool. So that was our top five romantic comedies. <laughs> and um, look, Steve, this time this time we didn't match. We did not match at all. Um, match at all. <laughs> I am noticing that we are an hour and twenty minutes into our show, though, and we still have not hit the main topic. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should get to that. Yeah, we'll Don't get you there. Don't you have a third song? Oh, shit. Yeah, we still have a song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we should probably play the song, and then we can get into the romancing the Star Wars. Heck, yeah. La la. Um, okay, so the third song, third and final song, is uh, from a band based out of Southern California called The Disassociates. And they put out an album on January 19th called No Reason This Can't Be Fun. Very appropriate. 
And uh, the song we're going to play from that album is called I Don't Wanna. I agree. I don't want it either. I don't want it. <laughs> I like the tune. The subject matter yep. is a little. <laughs> but the tune was good. I like it. Overall, it's good. Yep, good tune. 
Kind of romantic comedies in here. Uh, all right. So, romance in Star Wars. Um, From so, no discussion about romance in Star Wars would be complete without discussing the romantic relationship between Han and Leia. Mm-hmm. Always a uh, Fun to watch those two go at it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like we were talking about our favorite movies, Empire Strikes Back. Some of the best parts of it was watching those two banter back and forth. Yeah, you know, and the romance between the two of them, and you know, him him trying as hard as he could to impress her, and uh, him as hard as he could to impress her, and her going, "Yeah, I don't like you." And then finally, by the end, you get some of the one of the most favorites love lines in star wars and it's i love you and i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you think you think a princess and a guy like me no <laughs> no 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 <laughs> uh, well that's before george lucas decided to write of his brother and sister so we'll forgive it it's okay yeah yeah well you know <laughs> which i mean i guess could we we could we could Talk about the romance between Leia and Luke. <laughs> Disturbing as it is. <laughs> the romance between the two of them. You mean the part where they get the Return of the Jedi and he goes, Leia, you're my sister. And everybody goes, wait a minute. Um... Oh, man. She kissed him. Didn't you? That's not like a hey, we're friends and we're buddies. Kiss. That yeah, was a, yeah. yeah. How you doing? Okay, kiss. So, <laughs> Chantel, I, I I have to ask you to elaborate on that. Unconventional Star Wars romance should be the title of the stream. I, I need. I need, <laughs> I need clarification. Clarification. <laughs> I, I don't understand what you mean by that. Um, <laughs> I mean, this show is always unconventional, so. I mean, you know, hour and a half. I'm surprised we actually got to it, finally. <laughs> um, We've been talking a little off and on about it. <laughs> she says to go through the chat. I don't have to. Yeah, the chat. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we get, uh, you know, and then they... You know what what happened between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens? That's I mean, obviously it was had something to do with Ben. Mm -hmm. Uh you darn right, Chantel. She called me lazy. <laughs> I like to refer to it as uh Work challenged? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I got busy and couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, they still, and then when they get back together, and, and uh, there's still, you can still see that spark between the two of them. You can still see the the romance between the two of them and their history in them when they when they get back together and in Force Awakens and they see each other again and that kind of stuff. And yeah. uh, you know. We don't we don't know a whole lot about what happened between then, and there's been a lot of bad rumors. There's been a lot of speculations. There's been a lot of things that going on. But the thing about it is, is that you knew that when he 
the, you know, and I'm going to talk about the sacrilegious topic, but when he passed, you know, because a lot of people don't like to talk about the fact that Hank got killed. Uh, when he passed, she felt it. You know, she knew it. And it's obvious that she yeah. still cared very right. deeply and loved him very much. And she felt it. And, you know, we get to see that from A New Hope all the way up to uh, Force Awakens, you know. And, yeah, I mean, that's where the whole... I mean that, that that's basically the beginning, the cornerstone of of romance in Star Wars was was yeah, Han and Leia. Yeah. You know the the playful banter between the two of them, the strong female character with the the reckless gunslinger. You know something that's been yeah, kind of a yeah. a moniker a moniker and a staple in movies and books for a long time. But we get to see it played out on screen with those two. And I think uh, honestly, I mean, I don't you know I'm not going to get into the the background and stuff like that, but the you know the banter or the the chemistry between the two of them seemed like it was pretty good you know they 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 seemed to act it out very well and had a, had fun with it so probably you know if you know the background of it they had a little bit too much fun so yeah the, the banter going on in the chat room right now uh, like, uh, <laughs> they're going on <laughs> and then and then Jim tells us, we're not taking this seriously <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! You came to this show for serious conversation. Exactly. My my response to was serious on this show. I, yeah. <laughs> I want whatever. I want some of whatever it is you're smoking because it's serious. <laughs> um. <laughs> chronologically, uh, if we go back in time, you know, there's the romance between uh, Anakin and Padme. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, yep. I mean, which is how we get Luke and Leia. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind and, of then that, the, uh, and then, you know, kind of connected to the Anakin Padme because there was a really brutal love triangle going on uh, between Padme and Anakin uh, and uh, Palpatine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. I guess you could look at it that way. I think it was more for his. I think that was more for his purposes of manipulation rather than being a love triangle. No, 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 no. That's to no, never mind all that. He was in love with Anakin. Uh, <laughs> well, if you look at the at, well, I mean, seriously, if you look, no, no, not not seriously. He took I'm him to the opera. Well, <laughs> he took him to the opera. I don't think that's the same thing. He showed up to the opera and he was already there. That's that's different, Steve. That's different. That's different, man. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy! Uh, you know they, they were literally Padme and Anakin were literally the Starcross lovers because Anakin yeah. was a Jedi and she was a senator. Yeah. It was forbidden by the Jedi, and as far as senators go, it doesn't mean they couldn't be married. But she was such a strong person, such a strong character that I don't think she would have settled for anything less. <laughs> I love it when Chantel comes into the chat room. <laughs> oh. you're, you're right, though. Uh, but the, yeah, but, but you, Chantel, Chantel, can you can you imagine that face sucking on somebody else's face for kissing purposes? I, I can't see it. I just it makes me laughing. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you're thinking about it in your head, aren't you? 
again, I can just, uh, yeah, never mind. Just going back to Anakin. Uh, Anakin <laughs> and Padme. Um, um, yeah. So, but you're right. You're, uh, that, that is how we get, uh, I mean, that's the whole saga, of course, is, mm -hmm. I mean, technically about Anakin. So you could say that, uh, you know, this is just the beginning of uh, the entire saga. And, and, you know, get. I would rather throw acid on my eyes. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> but exactly. yeah, that, is how, that exactly. is how we get. That's how we get the rest of the saga. Is uh, That's how we get Luke yeah. and Leia. That's how we. Yeah, that's how we get Luke and Leia. That's how we get the fall of Darth Vader is because yeah. of his passion and his love for her. And yeah, the disturbing. Yeah, yeah. The disturbing part of it was is that Palpatine and kind of kind of what you were saying. The disturbing part of it is that yes, exactly, it's a tragic love story. I mean, it's like the Romeo and Juliet almost of space, if you think about yeah, it. Um, yeah, it, 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 as much as the as much as the movies did uh, touch on it all, you really don't get the full story unless you've watched the Clone Wars. Yeah, I mean, it added context to it. And yeah, that was the great. That was the great thing about. And but if you if you and if you watch the Clone Wars, also you get the short lived. You get. Uh oh, what did I miss? Where would it go? Where did it go? <laughs> okay, we'll go with we'll go with creepy space love story. <laughs> creepy stalker. <laughs> creepy stalker loves her. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's amazing yeah. what you can come up with when your interpretation runs wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I, I kind of agree a little bit, though. He was kind of creepy about it. Because <laughs> if you watch the part where they're sitting there in front of the fire and they're talking about how much he loves her, it was, it was cringe. It was cringe yeah. before cringe was a word. Before yeah. it was a pop culture word, it was cringe. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, horrible. <laughs> yeah, Shigel and uh, Tina are up to their old tricks. Mm-hmm. You, you too. <laughs> you, 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 I mean, you missed it. Like, back before you came on, they would uh, – their whole goal was to come in here and, and break us. <laughs> get us out of character uh, <laughs> um, and now we just and now we just do it for fun and, and now we just jokes um, I'm going to come back to that one Tina because that's disturbing but uh, you are correct in saying that the Vader comics do really show how much he grieved her uh, mm -hmm. Vader um, and uh, so that adds more context to it Mm -hmm. um, that's why sometimes I get I get a little annoyed with the I know that's the text the, the context of the story and where the way they wrote it was they, the way they wrote it was um, <laughs> the way they wrote it was Vader and Anakin were two separate people it was like having a multiple personality syndrome but in order to torture Vader in order to torture Anakin and keep him angry he used things from his past yeah I hate saying he used things from his past and his love for Padme to keep him angry. And so there was still that resemblance. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you the first time. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. 
Speaking of that was bad, jump up here to what Tina said, and she's referring to the uh, the fireside chat dialogue. Nope, wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, ouch. <laughs> That's all I can say about that one is ouch. But yeah, I mean, he used his love for Padme to to torture him throughout his time as being Darth Vader. You know, as long as he yeah. was around, by yeah. giving her the giving her the ship and just constantly reminding him what he did and how he screwed up, and he was the one that you know made him think that he killed her and stuff like that. So, I mean, definitely the tragic side of a romance story and love story. So, yeah, 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 definitely. Um. Another one we can talk about. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of stick to the movies for this next one. I'm kind of going out of order with our notes, uh, which whether you want to say it was a romance or not, I mean, kind of. Uh, Ray and Kylo. Mm -hmm. Well, you Ray can Ray. call it you can call it that because I mean, they obviously weren't friends, but he felt like he needed to sacrifice himself in the end. Mm -hmm. for her because of the way he felt and because the experiences that he had with her in the short period of time that they interacted, he, he felt something, like I said, you could, you may not be able to call it a romance. That's fine. But they kissed, he sacrificed his life to save hers. And, you know, he fulfilled, you know, he, he fulfilled his redemption arc by saving her life and bringing her back, for, you know, from, from death. And, you know, that's, that's the whole thing is that, you know, they, they, that's the ultimate sacrifice is bringing somebody back like that. And he did it because he did it because, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm going to say he did it because he felt something very deeply for her and that it's just something they didn't get a chance to explore. So yeah, you can still was, call it. Was clearly, there was clearly a connection. Whether yeah. that was a romantic connection or not is up for interpretation. Yeah, I'm going to say it was. I'm going to say it was simply for the fact of there's not you really. I, I don't see very many other defenses for saying it's something else than that. It it he just he clearly he he felt something for him and and she for or she, he felt something for her and she for him because she said that in the end she wanted to take his hand, but it was she wanted it to be Ben's hand, not Kylo Ren's hand, and right, she wanted right. them to join together to fight to fight the you know to fight the darkness. Shinto does make a good point here uh, that she doesn't believe the romance because it felt forced. Yeah, and and I mean that was kind of one of the issues. That was one yeah. of the issues with the movie is it did it did kind of feel forced. I think they in the end because I think the original script they were going with Ben was not was not supposed to be redeemed, and I think a lot of people felt like. If Ben didn't get redeemed and the Skywalker side of the bloodline didn't get redeemed, that there would be a problem with that. At least that's something that I read. So they kind of wedged that and forced that in there. And they kind of did, Bobby, but they did build on They did build on it a little bit because the interactions in The Last Jedi between the two of them, you know, between the, the, the you know, the force, uh, the, the uh, force connections that they had, there was somewhat of a, you know, somewhat of a relationship starting to build there. <clears throat> so here's, I don't, here's a question I have about that relationship, though. Uh, and and you just stay with me here. Okay, stay with me. So gotcha. let's let's move on with the with the uh, 
is predication the word? The theory that because Anakin was created by the Force, and that again, going under the assumption that Sidious was the one that created him. I've heard this argument. So, <laughs> if Anakin was a product of Sidious, <laughs> and Leia was a product of Anakin, and Ben was a product of Leia, <laughs> and then Ray was a product of Sidious. Is this an incestuous racial relationship? <sighs> <laughs> no, no, for two reasons. For two reasons. Here's why I said Because I've seen the comic book that you're talking about where Sidious says he's the one that learned how to do it from his master, and he's the one that created Anakin. Now, there's so many plot lines that are that there's so many plot holes behind that theory that it's not even funny. But the thing about it is, is if he used midichlorians to create, let's just say he used, let's just say, let's say that's true. Let's say he forced the midichlorians to create life using the force. He, his, DNA was not involved. He just used midichlorians. What, what if you're under the assumption that midichlorians are sperm? No, I'm not going there. Yeah. That. Okay. No. no. Well, no, because, I mean, because everybody, if you follow special biology, that, that that's not impossible. Because if, let's say, I mean, hand was created by, or, you know, any character in the universe was created by, whatever problem I mean, we never got into that kind of process before but let's just say they're all created by an egg and a sperm you know let's say they're all created that way so everybody was created that way but not everybody is fluent with the force not everybody's able to use the force not everybody's you know has the fluidity or able to um they're not able to manipulate the force like say luke or any of those people are so the midichlorians are something completely different than sperm so in that being the case if if and here's my I'll tell you my other problem with it too. I hot take. I did not like the fact that Anakin was immaculate conception. To be honest with you, I wish they'd made it where um his mother was like strong in the force but she didn't know it and she fell in love with another Jedi and they got together and had a romance and Anakin was created out of that. That was the way I would have preferred it. I never really liked the whole immaculate conception idea. I just, for some maybe, reason, I was like, maybe, oh. she and maybe, maybe that wasn't the first time that she and Qui Gon met. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're doing sound effects. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. But you know, it, but that being said, that being said, let's say Palpatine was right. Let's say Palpatine did that. He manipulated midichlorians, but he was not actually involved genetically with the process of making Anakin. But the thing about it is, too, is the comic book that they're referring to where he tells Vader that he's the one that created him. We all know that the Sith is all about lies, manipulation, hatred, creating misinformation in order to get what they want. And Palpatine's ideas of trying to convince Vader that and Anakin, that he's the reason he existed and he needed to follow him because of that, in my opinion, was all, it was all a lie. It was, it was just a lie to manipulate him and he really didn't have anything to do with it. But like I said, we can go into that some other time about, 
you know, re- what really was the process re- really happened because he did say, because he did say at one time, my master could manipulate many chlorians to create life. That could have been a lie too. You know, have he you may not even book. Have you ever read the book, uh, Darth Plagueis? Darth Plagueis? Yeah. No, I, I have it okay. in my collection, but I have not read it. Okay. But that's not canon anymore, right? I think that one was done before before Disney took over. Was it? I think so. I'll have to look. I think Darth Plagueis was pre-Disney, though. Hmm. I think. I'll have to look that yeah, up. I may be wrong. I think so. It was a good book, though. It was a good one. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Let, let, let's move on from this one. I think we, we <laughs> we're going to, we're going to go down a rabbit hole on this one. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah. We're going to get completely off. I mean, not that we are ever right. on topic. Um, yeah. So we're going to take a deviation for a moment and talk about a couple from legends. Hmm. Uh, yes, yes. So I'm not sure how familiar you folks are with this, but uh, I would like to take a brief moment to talk about the relationship between Luke and Mara Jade. Which Mara Jade off in an adversarial role. They did not like each other. <laughs> they were, they were she was she was tasked to kill him. Yeah, they were very. It wasn't, it wasn't, this yeah, it was not just a oh we don't like you. It's a you're you need to go kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wanted to kill him. Uh, yeah, but then uh, eventually uh, became uh, you know there was mutual admiration, um, and then they wound up having kids, which brings up a question. Uh Ooh, that's another good one, Tina. We'll back to that one. Um, <laughs> Between myself and Trump. Uh, shit, lost my train of thought. Um, that doesn't count, Chantel. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, Mara Jade, Luke, and then them having kids is kind of where we were at on that. Oh, shit. I forgot where I was going. Yeah. Now, I will say that there is there are a lot of more people who know about Mara Jade than you would think because one of the yeah. most highly requested people that they want brought into canon was before was Thrawn and Mara Jade. And see, I always thought, I always thought, honestly, this is, this was just my head canon or this is something I thought whenever the movies were coming out and I had a chance to explore it and say, what are your theories about this, this, and this? Mm -hmm. And I said, one of the ways that Luke could have broke his concentration and did what he did with Ben was because one of his students was Mara Jade and he found out about her past, but she was actually coming in there to try to learn the proper ways of the force they fell in love. He got distracted and it messed with his mind and he ended up going the way that he did with Ben. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, okay. <laughs> so with Luke and Mar- uh, so with, with Luke trying to rebuild the Jedi order, um, I guess this means that he was doing away with the whole no attachment thing. Well, he did, and he did. I, I believe he did in the EU. Don't quote me on this, but I believe in the EU they did get it. They did do away with the no attachment thing because I think that he not only did he recruit people that were older who had sensitivity to the force, but he also yeah. recruited people that I believe were in relationships or were married. So I think in the but, EU he did. Yeah, because I mean, 
in the EU in general, I mean, even back in the old Republic days, that wasn't a thing. Uh, because if you if you remember or read any of the old Republic comic books, uh, Nomi Sunrider uh, was a character that learned the ways of the Force from her husband. Mm -hmm. So they had married couples back then. Uh, and so the whole no attachment thing wasn't wasn't really a thing, it seems in general in the expanded universe mm -hmm. uh, but i was wondering back to uh what tina was mentioning in the uh in the star wars video game uh between uh revan and bastilla mm -hmm. he played the uh old uh, the old republic video game mm -hmm. well and i mean if you if you look at, and I heard somebody mention, there's two characters I remember mentioning before, or one that I thought of and somebody else mentioned, the relationship between Kanan and Hera. They actually had a kid together. Oh, we were, we were going to get to that, yeah. No, okay, okay. And then the one that we didn't mention when we were talking about Clone Wars was there for a short period of time, I mean, very brief, but short period of time, Obi-Wan and Satine. That's and right. their relationship, their relationship. He and almost so fell He almost end, fell into that point. He, he almost left the order over that relationship. Right, right. Um, and hot take. So it seems hot, like this, hot, this no attachment thing is more of a guide than anything. Yeah, well, well, but the, you, if you look at it, they tap dance around it because if they'd have found out about Anakin and Padme, he would have been kicked out. He would have been kicked out, yeah. yeah. If they'd have found out about Obi-Wan and Satine, if they'd have let it go on, he'd have been kicked out. You know, they both, they both would have been sent away from the Order. They wouldn't have been allowed to be a part of the Jedi Order anymore. Which... Is kind of my attraction to characters like Ahsoka and Obi Wan, or not Obi Wan, uh, Ahsoka and Qui Gon and Kanan, and those characters that were Jedi and follow the tenets of the Jedi, but they go rogue and they kind of break some of the, they go against the the yeah. the, the, the order's rules and and almost go out on their own because Ahsoka's decision to leave and do her own thing is kind of the same thing. And then Kanan, he was raised by, you know, he was trained by a Jedi, but he ends up breaking those rules. Still yeah. being a good guy, still being a Jedi, but he breaks them for Hera because he falls in love with Hera. Right. And Obi-Wan almost leaves. I mean, Obi-Wan, one of the best Jedi on the council. I mean, Master Jedi of the council. And he almost leaves because yeah. he finds someone that he has such an attraction and a romance with that he almost right. leaves. You know? And in the current book that we're reading, the current book that we're reading, uh, Quinlan Voss and, and Asajj, yeah. their relationship. Uh, speaking of which, I'm done with that book. Yeah, you suck. I'm going to finish it probably tomorrow. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll probably finish it tomorrow. But you know, yeah, um, yeah, Quinlan Vos and 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 Asajj Ventress. That's definitely, uh, yeah, that's a hell of a dynamic relationship. I mean, that's oh, that yeah, was yeah. like, wow, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. It's going to be cool to see how that goes. You know, because he kind of. To this point, he to where I am in the book, he's kind of he brought her back into almost you know being a good person and being a person who could feel love and yeah. who could be in love and who could be in love with somebody else. And now she's trying to rescue him and bring him bring him back. Yeah. And if you haven't read the book, you'll understand a little bit better about what we mean when we say that. But and we'll right. probably do. I mean, we talked about 
talking about that when the uh, new season of Bad Batch comes up and kind of elaborating more on that book, you know, because apparently it has some kind of, it has a, a lot to do. There's some, there's some good information in there for season, season three of the Bad Batch. Yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah. Um, so jumping in to the, uh, back into the comic books, uh, I wanted to touch briefly on the relationship between, uh, Dr. Afra and, uh, Magna Tolvin. Um, so Magna was, okay, so Afra was kind of her, if any of you folks out there know about Afra, she's kind of her own person. She, she's not really Empire, she's not really Rebel, she's just kind of not necessarily to the highest bidder, she's loyal to herself. Um, but Magna uh, was a, um, she was a uh, captain um, in the Imperial military. Uh, so she was in, well, started out, she was Empire. Um, and they, they had a very complicated relationship. <laughs> uh, a lot of it, of course, having to do with the fact that, uh, she was at, uh, Imperial and, and, uh, Afro was not, mm-hmm. um, but later, uh, later in the story, um, Magna um, switches sides and becomes uh, becomes a rebel. Um, and so by by this time, you know, a lot of time has gone by and their relationship was broken off. Um, and but then after she switched sides and became a rebel, uh, they crossed paths again. Uh, and I love this line because I read it in Wikipedia. 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 So uh, this sentence says, Tolvin and Afra would cross paths. They're they're referring to after she had already switched sides to the rebellion. Uh, Tolvin and Afra would cross paths, eventually consummating their relationship. Not like, um, hmm, hmm. Now, I know what you're trying to say, but why are you sugarcoating it? (laughs) Disney books are getting a little risky. (laughs) (sighs) Come on, Wikipedia, just spit it out. Well, do you remember, do you remember, um, there was a chapter in, uh, from a certain point of view from Return of the Jedi, and it sounds kind of similar. There were two women that were pilots they were friends and they became more than friends and then mm-hmm. the one girl finally defected she went over to the rebellion and um she went over to the rebellion and um they found out that the, uh, the, the her her friend or lover uh didn't want to leave because she was loyal to the empire and the other girl was like you don't know what the empire's doing blah blah blah, blah. And then she said that she later found out that the girl was a spy and she sent her a message and then come to find out a little bit later that unfortunately that, that her lover who was a spy lost her life in a bombing, uh, lost her life in a bombing. 
uh, when they uh, a facility got bombed or something like that, if I remember correctly. And um, at the end, the other the rebellion pilot, uh, her last thoughts before her spacecraft was blown up, trying to fight at the last, uh, trying to fight uh, the uh, the last battle above the Death Star two. She uh, her last thought was of her lover. And it sounds kind of eerily similar to the same thing, you know, kind of kind of the same situation. T- Tina, hold that thought. I am actually going to get to that. Um, but what you're what you're talking about, JD? There's also have you have you gotten around to reading uh, Lost Stars yet? No, I haven't. I Very I got to get. I got it's on my list. I got uh, Catalyst. I need to read when I'm finished with this one. I've got to read. Um, Rebel Rising, and then I think Lost Stars was going to be my next one. Okay, so yeah, there's a it's a very similar um, premise. Uh, two uh, two individuals grew up together on the same planet. Uh, they were recruited uh, by the Empire and went to the Academy together, uh, but eventually one of them went to the Rebellion. One of them stayed with the Empire. And it's this whole story of that. So yeah, it's amazing. Seems, seems to be a pretty common theme. Yeah. So Tina, um, we're gonna we're gonna hit this. <laughs> Why does no one have a happy ending in Star Wars? All couples, either one or both, tragically die. Which does bring up another relationship, although very very brief, that I wanted to bring up. <laughs> and that is Andor and Jen Erso. <laughs> Very brief relationship. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could you could make an argument that that could be a, a romance for Star Wars between the two of them. But I think well, that was more of a. It seems I like think toward the end, toward the end, they started to develop stronger feelings for each other. Yeah, and I, I, I would argue, the only thing I would argue is I think that maybe if they would have gotten to go a little bit longer, if they'd have made it a little bit longer and not got incinerated, they probably might have blossomed into something like that. But to me, it was always kind of a more of a, they had kind of a mutual respect because of all the issues they had between each other, no trust, uh, arguing yeah. over what should be done, should we do this, you know, and the banter between you know, are you as bad as the Empire because you're trying to assassinate somebody that you don't know anything about or don't understand? And I, I kind of felt like at the end, I kind of felt like at the end when they were hugging and it was them coming together, it was, I understand you, you understand me, we're, we're two yeah, of the same people. I get that, I get and that. and if, if, they'd have give, if they'd have given them more time, I think it probably would have. Probably would have. So I haven't read uh, Guardians of the Wills. Uh, I will eventually. I have, Uh, man. I need to read it. But I wonder if there wasn't some more than friendship aspect between uh, the relationship between Chira and Baze. I haven't heard that there was. Like I said, I have not read uh, Guardians of the... Is it Guardians of the Wills? Guardians of the Wills, yeah. Guardians of the Wills. I... I have not read that yet, and I have not heard that there was anything between the two of them. Um, for the only thing that I've ever heard is that they were just friends. Um, yeah, no, they were just close right. friends. I mean, close right. friends in war. You know, you know. I mean, it's not not. I mean, I, I, like I said, I haven't heard anything, but I haven't read that book either, so I haven't heard yeah. that there's been any any indication otherwise. 
but you know so but a lot of people wanted to see poe and finn be a be an item and <laughs> i was gonna mention that i was like you know that that was that was something they could have they could have uh explored yeah but they dropped the ball on that so but then well but but if you ask people they dropped the ball on a lot of things so. <laughs> they did. but also they kind of like did away with that whole idea i felt like uh in rise of skywalker when uh poe met up with his old gang and it seemed like there was a past relationship gone sour uh, with um, yeah, Zori. Zori Bliss, yeah. Yeah, Zori wait Bliss. Yeah. Is that, wait a minute. Is that right? Yeah, uh, Zori. Yep. I, I think I'm getting... I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm right. I think I'm getting... Uh, yeah, you're right. Zori Bliss. Um, Zori Bliss. Yeah, I was... Thinking of a different character, I don't know why. Who was the one from Attack of the Clones? Uh, oh man, what was her name? Like kind of toward the beginning, uh, the Changeling. Um, oh, Zam Wessel. Zam Wessel. Okay, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I got those two names confused. Uh, yep. Yeah, Zori Bliss. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it seemed like there was there was something going on there. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I mean, I'm, I mean, again, if it was something, that, if it's something they wanted to throw in there, and they something they wanted to explore, I mean, I'm not. I mean, it would be, I, I wouldn't be, a, you know, it, I, I don't know. It, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to think of it without thinking of the context of the story that we got, and then think about that sure. and go, eh, you know, sure. how would that work? Blah blah blah. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I think that is all of our list that we wanted to go through. Is was there anything you can any romantic relationships you can think of that we missed? Are we missing anybody, Chat? Mm, oh, you'll 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 know the name. Um, uh, basically, the beginning of Andor between him and that other uh, what's her name, the one that was sending the signals out for him. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the kind of the relationship that he had going on with her, and that got that kind of got interrupted not only because of the other guy who was jealous, but because of yeah, you, you know, just the situation with him trying to escape and him, you know, trying to make a buck and trying to get off that planet and stuff like that. You know, there was that relationship between them. So yeah, there was. Um, mm -hmm. It was. Brief. I mean, if you want to go what there, maybe uh, the relationship <laughs> between. Uh, Deidre and <laughs> yeah yeah um, oh yeah yeah 100 yeah yeah those two the relationship between those two kind of the same dynamic you know they both had so much going on and they had uh you know all the all the work that they were trying to do for um dang it i'm drawing a blank now um for lothan the, all the all the work they were trying to do for Lothan and stuff like that, all the spying and all you know that different that that stuff. It was so hard for them to maintain their relationship in there, but they you could tell that they were together and they cared about each other and they 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 wanted to be a part of each other's lives and they just wanted to get it away from it all. But they both, I don't know, you know, felt like they had a an obligation to the duty. And since the one was the basically the sister of Mon Mothma, it was like I can't just walk away. It's not in the cards, <laughs> right? Right, the um, the Vel two, Vel the two rebels. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I know who you're talking about. Yep. Um, yep. Thank you, Tina. Heck yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, it, you're right, uh, Tina. There's there's been a lot of a lot of couples in Star Wars, a lot of romance in Star Wars that have ended badly. I never really thought of it in that manner before. And yeah, they do kind of end badly. But and then again, it is literally Star Wars. <laughs> they're yeah, yeah. caught up in bad times and they're caught up in wars, but it doesn't end well for either side. You know, neither side really gets a catch a break. No doubt. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all all one big tragedy. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that was uh, <laughs> Tina. I mean, I agree, but <laughs> <What's that? laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I wonder if there was any kind of relationship going on between um oh what is her name? Uh well Luthen Luthen and uh his uh kind of his uh oh his helper kind of a secretary. Mm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The lady that was doing helping him with the shop. Yeah. Oh I didn't Oh, we cannot. We cannot skip over this. What am oh. I thinking? I cannot believe, oh. especially with uh, with with uh, Chantel in the chat. We we oh. have to talk. We have to talk about her favorite relationship of Star Wars, Mon Mothma, and uh, her husband, um, whose name is escaping me right now, and I can't. Perrin. <laughs> Perrin. Are you? Uh, are, are we are we are we calling that a relationship? <laughs> Heck yeah, they're married. They got a kid together. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yes, uh, yeah. Chantel is has got uh, very strong feelings uh, about Perrin. Um, so <laughs> that is one of these most silently toxic relationships I think I've ever seen in a in a cinematic. In a cinematic yeah. universe, because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not it's not violent, but those two are just like oil and water. It's just no, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> so, you you did hear that? Uh, did you see the announcement that um, they, they and or uh, finished ended, filming? Ended on the second season. Yep, yep. They they wrapped up. They wrapped up season two of Andor. Man, I'm. So looking forward to that show. Yeah, yeah. Now I'll just have to see when it comes out. Hopefully it's uh they haven't slotted it for this year, so I'm hoping beginning of next year. Yeah. No, I think this year all we're getting is the acolyte, aren't we? Uh well we got Bad Batch season three. We got the oh, acolyte. I mean live action. Yep. We're getting uh yeah, we had four of them. Um That's right, we did talk about this. Yes, yes, and now it's escaping me. Bad Batch season three, the acolyte. Skeleton crew, and there was one other one. Um, damn, yeah, She's like weeks ago. Me to remember yeah. That. we talked, we uh, talked, that was that was our beginning of the year show, what we're looking forward to this year. And I yeah. now it escapes me, now it escapes me. There was four, four, um, four announcements. Hmm. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't Ahsoka season two because they announced that they're doing they're doing production on that now. 
<sighs> well, the Ray movie was going to start this year with production, and so was the Dave Filoni movie. What was the first one? Dang it. Now it's, now it's just pissing me off. Tales of the Jedi season two? That's what it was. Tales of the Jedi. That's why I couldn't think of it because it wasn't live action. It wasn't live yeah. action. Tales so of the Jedi action, season we're two. Just getting the two. We're just getting, we're we're just getting, getting two. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Skeleton Crew and the Acolyte is what we're supposed to get this year. And then Bad Batch Season 3 and then the second season of Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Next year will be good. I think, I, you know, honestly, this is my prediction. It's my hot take. Um, since they just now finished production on Andor Season 2, I doubt we'll get it in the fall. I think what yeah, we'll probably wind up, I think what we'll wind up doing is I think we'll see, it will probably kick off sometime next year in April. Because that's when the uh, Japan Star Wars celebration comes out in April. And I'll bet you money that they're going to show like the first two episodes of Andor Season 2 at Star Wars Celebration. I think there's going to be a lot of announcements at Star Wars Celebration 2025. Because by then, production on two movies will have wrapped. Season 2 of Ahsoka will probably get ready to wrap. So they'll talk about it. Um, There's probably going to be a lot coming out. There's really probably going to be a lot to pay attention to in 2025. Because I think there's going to be a lot of... A lot of announcements, a lot of new material, a lot of new, a lot of new things uh, uh, coming out, and things to see. I, I'm expecting, yeah, two seasons of Andor or two two episodes of Andor to be launched, and probably get a trailer for one of the two movies. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. <clears throat> probably uh, Dave Filoni, probably Dave Filoni's movie because I think wasn't it slotted to come out? Was it both of them were 2026, but one was in May. And one was in December of 2026. Isn't that right? I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's the problem with romance in a uh, movie genre set in war and, and disparity and things like that is sometimes, well, most of the time it doesn't work out the way you want it to, which is unfortunate. Because there's really a lot of great love stories in there. A lot of, a lot of great stories to take takes from it. And if you take the good times and you eliminate the bad, you you really get some good good context and some some really good romantic inspiration from it. But yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't always. Sometimes it doesn't always work out so good. <laughs> so. Um... So next week we do not have a show. Mm-hmm. Um, my band is playing our own show uh, next Tuesday, so no show next week. However, uh, the next four weeks after that have been scheduled, so I'm going to run through those with you real quick. Uh, February 27th is going to be our Bad Batch season three premiere reactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll be three episodes that we can talk about. Um, and then on March 5th, we begin our discussion of the prequel trilogy uh, with a discussion of The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on March 12th, uh, we will discuss Attack of the Clones um, and then wrap that series up on the 19th with Revenge of the Sith. We don't have anything scheduled after that, but mm-hmm. um, I'm kind gathering like- uh, at some point one of those we will probably uh probably start talking about some of the books that we were going to talk about 
That right, right, means I, I need to get to reading. <clears throat> we'll, we'll figure it out. We've got we've got several weeks, and uh, yeah, we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time, plenty of topics. Yeah, <laughs> Stay tuned, works. people. Stay tuned. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for us tonight. Thanks to everybody who is watching on YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe and like and comment all that good stuff. Uh, and then if you're listening on the audio, please rate and review if possible. Um, and we will see you again on February 27th. Have a great night, and may the Force be with you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye,